Are you tired of the cookie cutter approach to education that's stuck in the last century? Are you seeking a win-win situation where your family thrives, your kid's education is revolutionary, and you still get to chase your own dreams? Welcome to Unschooled Unleashed. Unlock your child's genius. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, an unapologetic rebel dad and promoter of what many consider to be educational anarchy. You know the world isn't going to be won by those that just toe the line. It's the innovators, the visionaries, and the resilient spirits that are going to thrive. Our mission here is to forge those world changers within our very homes with less stress, energy, and time. Unschooled, Unleashed starts now. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Unschooled Unleashed. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, and we're going to talk about how to balance personal pursuits, which we should have in our life, along with home education, something that we run into when we uh, educate our kids at home. We're going to make a harmonious household. And we're going to cover a whole bunch of points on how to do that. It's really going to continue to, it's a continuation of the previous episode. This is, so this is part two. Go back and listen to that, uh, that episode first. Uh, this is the continuation and we're going to go over completely separate things. An update on the Jarecki household. <laughs> is I'm flying out to Oklahoma City tonight to pick up the box truck. I got a eight-hour layover in Las Vegas, so I'm spending the night in the airport, which will be fun. <laughs> and then uh, make it out to Oklahoma City in the morning, grab the truck, and headed back to Cleveland. So it's about 16-hour trip, so I'm recording this right before I leave, so that way I don't have anything to do over the next couple days. Uh, yeah, as I'm recording this, it's Wednesday afternoon. So crazy, crazy, crazy. I almost wasn't even able to record this because I uh, mentioned in previous episodes where I got into a bicycle accident and I cracked a tooth and I needed it extracted. Well, I had that done yesterday and that is no fun. I, there was no way I could record yesterday. I didn't even know if I could record today, but I'm doing good enough where I can. So just continuing to take life as it comes, as we should, and uh, hopefully this uh, this podcast and everything else I'm doing is, is helping people out. So without further delay, let's jump into the episode. All right, we got a great one for you today. Uh, we're covering balancing personal pursuits with home education, and this is something very near and dear to my heart. I really feel like this is the challenge as an adult with kids, figuring out how to live my life while not ignoring my kids. I want to have something after my kids leave because they're only with me for, you know, 15 years, 18 years. Uh, in between there, as far as where they want to be involved in my life on a daily basis or need me on a daily basis. And beyond that, they kind of just start to do their own thing. And then you're going to be left with what? Who knows? You get, you're left with whatever you built in the meantime. So that's where I focus on all these different areas of life that I have, not just, you know, personal goals or business, but marriage, you know, do, do you feel like when the kids leave the house, um, a lot of, uh, marriages kind of stop and say, okay, let's get to know each other again because they haven't invested in it. And that's not something I want. I want to invest in my marriage. I want to invest in my personal pursuits. I want to 
start businesses. I want to work with friends. I want to have hobbies. I want to have really a whole fulfilled life, you know? So I think it's very important to focus on this stuff. I know one of the things that I do is review my goals on a regular basis. And we, we did talk about that in the, the last episode. But I think you really have to, you really have to write this stuff down and review it on at least a weekly basis and then break it down by the day. Again, this is what we covered in the last episode, but I think it's very critical, especially if you're bouncing into this episode, that you know exactly where you're headed, right? You're going to be setting sail in a ship. You're in Europe and you're going west. So you're going to, going west could have you end up in the Arctic or you can head down to the Antarctic, right? And anywhere in between. So you really just kind of have to say, this is the general direction I'm going set sail and adjust along the way. And then you're going to figure out exactly where you might want to go, right? So you don't need to have it all figured out, but you do need a general direction. And that is a process of starting to get to know yourself. Um, You know, I'm in the middle of a 180 degree switch in my life where I'm now a stay at home dad and starting businesses and running businesses and having personal pursuits. So it's a big challenge. My wife's back to work. It's a total 180 for her. So a lot of communication, a lot of uh, change in this house. Going to pick up the box truck. We're going to start that too. So it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff. But let's, let's dive in. Let's dive into some practical application on how to balance personal pursuits and home education. First on the list today, we have celebrate your achievements. Celebrate both personal and educational achievements, you know, educational with your children. Foster a culture of appreciation and encouragement in the household. For our family, we uh, celebrate our daily wins. Me and my wife uh, like to, you know, we fell off the train with this, but it always worked best was when we reviewed what we did throughout the day. And then we'd, at the end of the day, high five and say, yeah, we got at least that much done. And it was just kind of a cool thing. We want to bring it back. But we uh, fell off the train with it. But if you can do that, that's that's fantastic. Another way to celebrate wins, and I, I'm hesitant to like put this in the celebration category, but I'm going to do it because you are being thankful and really celebrating it, is when you're saying a prayer as a family and you're like, thank you for this happening. Thank you for me being able to get this done and all that. Again, it's more of the spiritual aspect of it. But you are celebrating as a family and you are like recognizing that. So I think that it's important to say it. And it really doesn't fit in anywhere else. So we do that. We we do that on a daily basis at the dinner table. We model it for our children. That's another important thing is modeling these types of things. Um, you would be absolutely surprised how much better you feel when you recognize all your accomplishments through the day and then the, the week and then the month and you're actually writing these things down and you're celebrating them along the way, you feel so much more accomplished and so much more motivated to be able to get stuff done. It's actually quite incredible the transformation that happens if you do that. Especially if you're you're writing this down and you can go back and look. It's it's going to open your eyes and then at the end of the year, you uh, can see how much you've accomplished. And then then at the end of the year, usually it's pretty evident 
where you came from and where you are now. So for example, for us, uh, I started acting within the past year and now I'm acting with, uh, not just a coach, but other actors. And we're building a reel, uh, eventually to be able to submit to agents. And that's pretty cool. I mean, I celebrate every time I have a good acting session, I'm celebrating with my, my friend, my coach, and, uh, he's very encouraging. If any of you are interested in, uh, an acting coach, I got the guy, trust me. So reach out to me if you, if you want that. Um, Anything else we do, like this box truck I'm picking up, we are giving each other all this validation. Like I just got all packed. I got all my stuff ready to go. I figured it all out. And my wife was like, you are awesome. You know, just sending me texts, making me feel really appreciated. I don't want to belabor this point too much longer. I just think it's one of the most important things you can do in order to be in your head somehow it makes a shift to prioritize your personal pursuits and not just focus solely on the kids. Although I have to say kids are my first priority in this house if I'm the stay at home dad and then everything else comes second to that, but they're getting to an age where they can kind of take care of themselves. And, uh, with unschooling, I don't have to do an incredible amount of work outside of responding to their needs, giving them tools, that kind of stuff. Um, moving on, the, the next practical uh, thing you can do to balance your personal pursuits and home education is maintain open communication. You really need open communication, foster open communication about individual needs and challenges, what you're running into, what you would like, where the direction you want to head. I think that's incredibly important. Discuss uh, as a family and align your goals collectively. Like my kids want to get into basketball. And that's another obligation. We already got dance. Now we're going to have basketball. We also have Awana, which is like this, it's kind of a sport slash, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it. It's it's a social activity, but then it's got physical active, active stuff in it. We have um, more than that. I, I can't think of everything with the kids, but it, it, basketball is going to be another commitment. They just tried out last Saturday that both the boys did eight and nine years old, and now that's going to be a whole bunch of games. And they did not take it incredibly serious last year. I mean, they did, but they didn't practice. And I said, if you're going to do this, you're going to need to commit to practicing. Because we have to find time for this, and something's got to drop off our list to be able to do this. I don't express that to them, but I, I tell them they need to take it seriously. And then we make time for it if it's a priority for them. So they've actually been out practicing which I'm really proud of them. I didn't even tell them to do that. They just started doing it because I told them to take it seriously. So uh, that's one of those things. We, we have to have open communication between husband and wife. Uh, me and my wife met, we meet, meet weekly to plan out our week and uh, we have to prioritize everything. We have to communicate what's important to us. I think that's very, 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 good. I think it shows both of us that we know the direction we want to head and then we help prioritize what each other wants and we're able to get more done. I think it's 
also just the one-on-one aspect I think is very important. With each kid, I find out what is important to them, and then I try and, and it, with one-on-one talks, and then we try and figure out ways to do that, right? I mean, if they, like one of my sons wanted to be an astronaut for a while, so we started looking up astronaut camp and trying to figure out how we're going to do that if he really wants to be an astronaut. So we, we uh, fortunately have uh, a disposable income because we live very small, and uh, we can we can uh, put money towards these things, and that's very important to me is to be able to do that uh, for my children, because that was something that wasn't necessarily available for me as a kid, and I want to make sure that they can do that. Another thing is like this uh, stealth luxury RV we're make we're uh, making. We all gotta say the the kids and I voted on it. Uh, my wife too, of course, and. Cause, cause they're involved with it. This is like a couple year commitment at the very least. Like, do you guys want to do this? And everyone, and we talked about what it can do for us and everyone was like, yeah, we do. So we went after it, but we wouldn't have done that if I wasn't pursuing what I thought would be fun for me and the family. And if I didn't get the kids on board, it would have just been for me. So that open communication is important. And then you got to really keep it ongoing. And it has to be, you know, dinner table is a great place to do that. We we find, but uh, sometimes outside that as well. Uh, next is continuous learning and adaption. <laughs> Embrace continuous learning to improve home education strategies. Adapt to changing circumstances while keeping personal and educational goals in sight. Yeah, so. I try and teach the kids that failure is the way to learn. You try something, you see if it works, great. You know it works. If you fail, hey, it means you got to try something else. And that's a good thing. So we're, we're trying to start, you know, do things, and then get the feedback from the world and adjust. And we all have to do this. As I start businesses, there's been some businesses I've started, and it leads to nowhere. But eventually one of them catches and you're off, right? And that's really exciting. I like to call my period in life where I'm doing this, the spaghetti, the spaghetti method, the spaghetti time in my life, because we're just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. And uh, not sure where my purpose in the moment is. I think I know, and I'm headed that direction, but Things are, you know, get some traction and then you run into a problem, you adjust, get some traction, run into a problem, adjust, and some things keep on running into problems and it just isn't worth it, so you just got to get rid of it. Uh, Life is fluid, you know, and you got to remember that. Uh, Kids woke up sick this morning and I have a ton to do. I had to get the title, I had, for the box truck, I had to go get temporary tags because I got to drive this thing back tomorrow and it's like, boy, oh boy, like I, I had to adapt. My wife's working and my parents are, you know, doing this, doing that. I So it, just keep it fluid. Recognize that things won't look perfect. When you set sail, know that you're just going to make course adjustments all along the way. Um, sometimes it's easier said than done, but trust me, you'll get there. The most important thing you can do is take one step and then another step and then another step 
I went out for a hike with one of my uh, old army buddies. And we, we were in the infantry together, so we've done a lot of hiking. And I had a whole bunch of weight on my back, and we went out into the woods in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, and crossed a huge river and climbed to the top of a mountain, spent the night over there. Uh, I'm not 25 anymore. <laughs> I'm 43. And it's harder than it used to be. Now, I'm still in, I keep myself in good physical condition, so that isn't the issue. It's more of just uh, actually some of my old military injuries causes problems. And all I had to remember was as I'm walking back, which I was exhausted, I was past the point of exhaustion, put one foot in front of the other. That's all I have to do. I remember thinking that when I was in the military, just keep going one foot in front of the other. And that's so hard to do when you're going uphill <laughs> on a hike. When you were exhausted, it rained pretty much the entire time in mid mid to low 40s. It was very difficult. I'm carrying wet gear. The river that we crossed turned into a rapid because it rained so much. We had to find another place to cross. My friend fell in and, you know, that ruins your feet. Like he, he fell in like maybe knee deep. Boy, oh boy, that your feet start hurting. My feet were wet too, but because, you know, it was just raining so much, one foot in front of the other, it, it will be hard, but it's worth it on the other end. As long as you know where you want to go, you have to know where you want to go again, write that stuff down and then refine it over time as you get closer and closer to where you know you want where you want to go. And as you approach it, it starts to get more clear and just learn from your mistakes. And that's, that's life. Next is nurturing independence. And this is important because uh, you need to free up some of your time. And the kids need to learn how to be an adult. That's what they're practicing for. And you hand them little things to give them independence as they grow older and as they can handle it. But you need to cultivate independence in them. Otherwise, they will be dependent on you, and it's really going to take up more of your time. That's not necessary. It's not good for them to stifle their growth in that. So as far as their education is concerned, one of the cool things you can do with home education is have self-directed learning opportunities. You can do this whether you're home, just regular homeschooling or whether you're unschooling. It's, it's the way you do it is self-directed learning opportunities. But allow them to dive into something, and that... That, that's going to free up a lot of your time. All you need to do is make sure you provide the tools and it's safe and all that fun stuff. Allow for space for personal pursuits as, as a way to model these uh, independent goal setting and achievements that, you, you, that you'll get because you want them to do that for you too. So if you're acting independent and you show them the way, then when they have a personal pursuit, you might guide them. You probably have to guide them in some of it if they don't know what to do and they will ask. Allow them to uh, pursue those personal pursuits too. And they'll get achievement on the other end and they'll know they can do it at a very young age. One thing that the that was important to our kids was learning about the Constitution. I happened to mention something about the Constitution. They didn't, they'd never, they never knew about it. So um, my son came up to me and he's like, uh, it's really interesting, the Constitution. Uh, how can I learn more about this? So I started giving him resources and he started just learning a ton about the constitution. Now he knows 
uh, pretty much the entire Bill of Rights and even more than that. And then it only led to more questions and we did more research and I just provided him the tools to be able to do that. My, uh, you know, both my boys are into coding right now, so I provide resources for that. And my daughter wanted to learn more about puppies. So I gave her, uh, there's an app that we downloaded and she can learn all about dogs. And she's learning about dachshunds right now because that's what we have is a miniature dachshund. So she's teaching me about dachshunds, which is really cool. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about. Uh, it's a higher level of learning too. When they teach me stuff, it's like, whoa, you're, uh, you're really internalizing this. So I think that's really cool. Next uh, way to be able to prioritize uh, or balance personal pursuits in home education is you need to establish boundaries. If you don't know that, then please hear me because boundaries are really where it's at to be able to do anything really. Set clear boundaries between personal time and educational time. Respect individual needs for space and personal pursuits within the household. So I'm going to put boundaries around my personal time where I'm going after my personal pursuits so that way I can make room for the educational time. And I'm going to prioritize that <laughs> and put boundaries around that to protect that so that way my personal pursuits don't uh, get rid of all the educational time that they need for me. So really setting boundaries, you know, it, you have to say no somewhere. If you don't say no, then you have no boundaries. If you don't hold yourself accountable, then you're not able to tell yourself no, right? You need to set clear boundaries with your own personal time and own personal pursuits and then the educational time that you're devoting to your children. And that's really called prioritizing. And that's where we plan out our week and we go through the daily things that we want to do. You can really, you really see where your priorities are if you go over and plug it into the calendar. Because where you spend your time is where you, where your priorities are at the time. And uh, setting those boundaries around those times and saying, I'm going to do this, this is important to me, makes it happen. And that could be go out and throw the Frisbee with one of your kids, you know? And that's that's one of the things that we, we do. Um, now, another thing is I, I can't go to the office to work. And uh, I've communicated to the kids that I need to go upstairs into uh, my makeshift office in the attic, which is where I record my podcasts. And they, they give me time. I get out everything that they want done beforehand. I answer any questions, any kind of things they need. And then they allow me to go upstairs and I just ask them for time to be able to record. Um, and sometimes... Sometimes there's interruptions and we just have to be flexible, but in general, they respect my boundaries and I try and respect uh, theirs too, because they need to learn how to have boundaries. I think that's important. The last piece of uh, practical application as far as developing your personal pursuits and also prioritizing education home education is exploring financial management. I know this one's like, it, it sounds like a stretch, but if you aren't financially prepared to 
go after personal pursuits, then you won't ever do it if you're just scraping by. And with the kids, I want them to learn finances so they can do that stuff, so they can prioritize what's important to them. So integrate lessons on financial management within home education is one of the things we do. And we do that in many, many, many ways. For example, we have them uh, put money into three different jars. The first one's give. We call it tithe. And that's 10% of their money. And then the we split it 50-50 into a save and spend jar. And with that, it teaches them that all three of these little categories are important. And we're going to expand that further as time goes on because there's going to be an investment one as well. Uh, but we're just not there yet. Uh, I think this helps them learn how to budget and put their priorities first. You know, if you're saving for a video game, let's say, you know how much you need and then you just start saving and you know how to get there. So they're doing chores to be able to get this money, that kind of thing. And then they can budget it. And anything that's a priority that costs money, now they know how to do that. And I think that's a good way to to teach them. We also uh, practice budgeting our resources as a family, including time. Uh, I think that's important. We talk about money with our children. And, you know, it's it's interesting because you don't want to tell the, the, the kids everything, you know, about your finances, and, and we don't. But you do want to make sure they have a realistic understanding of what the world is, but without overwhelming them, right? So we do talk about bills and how much they are, and they're always amazed by that, like how much the gas bill, electric bill, that kind of stuff is, how much our mortgage is, how much uh, the car insurance is. We don't have car payments. Um all that stuff. And then we, well, then we also talk about our, some of our investments. We don't tell them uh, numbers with those, but we talk about how we actually get by. And we, we, that lesson will come when we do the investment jar. Uh, we talk about the, the stealth luxury Airbnb that we're building and how much it's going to cost to convert it, how much we bought it for, all that stuff. And we show them with our actions that our experiences that we want to have as a family are important and we're putting money behind it. We got one life to live, you know, and I want them to live a, an exciting life and adventure if they can, if, they, if that's where they want to go and wherever they want to go, really. I just want them to be able to put their mind to it and be able to do it, God willing. <laughs> and I, I think finances is a, an incredibly important part of that. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about finances and all that stuff, but I got to be honest with you if, you, if you ignore this whole financial aspect of it, then you're you're not able to prioritize it. You're, you're not able to prioritize much. You only, you only got so much time on this earth and you can use that to make money. And then when you put that money into an account or invest or whatever you're going to do, but you have it in your possession, that's stored productivity that you had, that you have. When you had that time, you you did something productive and then you got money for it and you put that in into a bank, let's say, and you can use that later. And prioritizing what's important to you and where you're going to spend that money 
is is incredibly important because if you just let it flow out and you're not paying attention to your money, then you're really never going to be able to, to do the things that are important, like us doing the Stealth Luxury RV. If we were to uh, get a huge, big house and fancy cars, then we wouldn't be able to do this. And that's that's not what we're after. We're after a Stealth Luxury RV and some other stuff too. And, we, and you can have both, but our position right now is it's best for us to be able to uh, live small and go after this. We don't need brand new cars and we're happy. So with that, I'm going to end. So stay curious, stay unschooled, and stay away from the algebra nightmares. Catch you in the next episode. Parents, are you terrified your unschooled child isn't learning enough? Or are you a homeschooling veteran eager to level up by incorporating in unschooling principles? Maybe you're newly venturing into homeschooling and already doubting your decision. Whatever the stage, overwhelm is real, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Matthew Jarecki from Unschooled Unleashed, and I've got huge news. I'm thrilled to introduce Homeschool Rescue, Unschooled Unleashed's signature coaching package. Whether you're all in on unschooling or just dipping a toe, this tailored coaching package is your roadmap to a confident and thriving education no matter how hectic life gets. Bold moves make bright futures. Join our homeschool rescue coaching program through the link in the description and set your child's genius free. So here's where we roll up our sleeves and bring out the big guns. If you support our mission, then please leave a review. On Unschooled Unleashed, we are talking about using a radical approach to education in today's world. And the more five-star reviews we have, the more people will feel comfortable with the ideas, strategies, and principles we discuss. It gives legitimacy to our message and the podcast's algorithm prioritizes us so we can reach more people. You may even have your five-star review read on our podcast. Before I let you go, I have to pause and say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Your presence here is the fuel that ignites this movement. I am incredibly moved that you trust in us enough to click play. You, my friends, are the caped heroes in this story, the guardians of your family's learning journey, and a beacon of hope for your community. Be bold. Do what you think is best for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this courageously outside of the box for this educational revolution. Welcome to the front line.